What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. My name is Andre, and I'm here with my buddy Chase. And today we are going to be talking about whether or not jiu-jitsu seminars are worth attending. Yes, no, yes. <laughs> of course. Typical Chase answer, <laughs> right? So, like, jiu-jitsu seminars can be pretty expensive. They happen one time for an hour or two. How much are we really going to get out of attending a jujitsu seminar? And, and seminars are pretty wide range of pricing, right? Like, I feel like sometimes I see a jujitsu seminar that might be uh, twenty dollars or ten, twenty dollars, and sometimes I see them and they're like a hundred and fifty, and you have to reserve your spot. So it's pretty wide range, right? Like as, as far as what? Yeah, it's it's a huge range. Uh, most of the ones that I've personally attended have been like sixty to eighty dollars. Because I see a hundred and fifty dollars, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, in, in, that's too much for me. Usually, what two hours? Yeah, most it's about it's about two hours. No, obviously, I'm asking questions because so I haven't uh, I have attended some seminars, um, and and I guess man, most of the seminars I've attended, I, I I think they even have a little bit of roll time in the end, right? Usually, a little bit of roll time, maybe the two or three that I've attended. Now when we put on a bunch of seminars, you know, I get to help my head instructor, Jeff, put on seminars and, uh, clinics, all the above. And we never do live stuff ever when we do seminars, but the couple, I think I've, because I believe I got to roll with the instructor a few times. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was one, I don't remember the guy's name. He was a super, super nice guy. He rolled with every student. That was his thing. Oh wow, that's cool. And I and I thought that was awesome. That is I would do that. Not, that is I not typical. 100%. Anybody wants to bring me out for a seminar, I'll roll with the entire school. I promise. <laughs> yeah, and like and like, I mean, it was yeah, it was good. funny because it was uh, it was like twenty five people. And I was like twenty five people, and he did a minute each. I like it, man. That's good. Yeah, um, but most <laughs> of the time, I would say they don't train live. Most of the time, I know. I'm already getting off on a funny story Ralph bait but uh the last seminar I did was with a guy who um he was a black belt and his specialty was was a half guard he had a, a deep half guard um and then I had the opportunity to roll with him after um he saw me roll with somebody else he wasn't rolling he saw me roll with somebody else he's like oh you uh, roll like, yes sir definitely touch hands um first off he tried to kill me that's one but he would not do what he taught in the seminar, like because you know how I do jujitsu. This guy's teaching us deep half guard, so I touch his hand, and I try to dive, like dive in top half guard, like give him half guard. Yeah, he wouldn't do any any of his theory. Like, he wouldn't show me the half guard that he just taught everybody. So yeah, it was disappointing. I, I rolled with a guy who taught half guard for two hours, uh, and he wouldn't do half guard. <laughs> I couldn't do, feel his specialty. Like it was do, do you think he knew that you were trying to bait it? Maybe. Uh, he, he was just focusing on getting on top and trying to smash me. And I'm like, you didn't get the picture. <laughs> tried to do that. It did, yeah. So, and I think it was a long roll, too. We didn't, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just funny little stuff. <laughs> that, so. that is an interesting side note. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the whole, this whole seminar experience can be quite variable not just from like the live rolling perspective also from the cost perspective and like you have people that will travel a pretty decent ways to go go to a seminar like two three hour drives and i just like like it just keeps ramping up the cost to do it yeah. and i and it makes me question are the benefits worth it 
Well, then, then it, kind of talking about you know uh, with seminars, um, there's a couple of different styles of way people teach too, you know, and and I think that's where we'll start getting into the, the nitty gritty of what if it's really valuable or not, you know, what what value comes out of maybe driving three and a half hours having to maybe get a hotel room, you know, and and pay a hundred twenty dollars for a spot at a seminar. Um, I, I know I've seen some seminars, some instructors that. Man, in two hours they might have taught fifty techniques, like a machine gun. You know, just showing every little, like all these little little things and little things here. Then I've I've also been to a seminar. You know, I think it was listed as a clinic. I even mentioned that a little earlier. It might have been listed as a clinic, but then man, we might have done one position for that two hours. You know, so I think that'll start playing into the value of it as well. It's it's kind of what what style of a seminar is it going to be? What do you think? What do you think is better? Man, uh, I I think you get um, everything. I think focus work is more valuable. So I definitely, um, I didn't know. Obviously, the higher level you get, the more knowledge you get. You know, maybe those machine gun type seminars where you get a bunch of techniques. Maybe you can pick those up. But, you know, I, man, I, I still don't see as much value in those as, as when I get the deep dive um, you know, Joe done a couple weeks where he, before he went home, he done a, a one hour clinic, mm-hmm. you know, at our place. And I, I think that, I don't know if he taught, but one full series, he just broke down that series when he taught it those two or three times. Yeah. The one, the, that body lock series. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I really think that that's where your value is. If you could find, you know, a seminar that's tagged where it's something specific, you know, the, I think that even like if you're, you know, brand new white belt and there's a leg entanglement seminar you know that's specific you're not going to go there and get shown a bunch of stuff i think that's okay um you know it's really when it's kind of an open seminar and the guys are going to show whatever they want to show that's random you know that's kind of like throwing it up in a hat pulling a lottery yeah there was there was (laughs) one seminar i went to um where the guy was just like so what does everyone want to see? I'm like, aren't you supposed to prepare beforehand? Like, come on. Like, I know you're supposed to be a master, but I like. I don't know. I can, I kind of like that vibe. Oh, man. Man, I, I love problem solving. Give me a, think about it. Hey, think about some of the good classes you ask. Hey, what do you, what do you guys want to learn? But I understand. You just paid this money and he's yeah, like, he's, hey, what do you guys want to do? Can, can you guys do my work for me? Thank you. I don't know. Like I, I don't. Is the work the no, the work is the lesson. <laughs> like, yeah, right. You should it, do all the planning. I, I would rather, I would rather see a little bit of a plan. I understood. Well, because like, okay, so here's here's the thing with that that approach. So seminar, like most most of jujitsu is filled with white belts and low blue belts. That's most of jujitsu, mm-hmm. right? How often do you think? you're going to get an answer other than I'm stuck in side control and I don't know what to do. Valid. So so you end up going through all of these like day one kind of techniques. But maybe you need them. Maybe you need them, but I think that if you want to work on day one techniques, there are more cost and time efficient ways to do it Definitely. than at a seminar. Right. I don't I don't need uh Joe's the only seminar I've ever paid for it too. All the other ones the, the instructors invited us, that's why we came. I want to be completely <laughs> clear. We were invited by the instructors. It was their opening seminars, like their opening day seminars and they brought people in, so Yeah, they wanted to pack the room. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um I have not spent a ton of money. Now I have paid Joe. Mm-hmm. But 
more clinician style. And maybe there's a couple clinician style uh, seminars. And I say clinician style. What I mean by that is something where uh, they're diving in a very specific set of techniques or movement. Or I mean, we see that a lot more with wrestling. You know, coming from a wrestling background, you see a lot more clinics where it's man, it's a whole clinic on uh, inside tie tie ups. You know, a whole clinic on front headlock grips, like where you don't really get a ton of moves. You know, you're really diving into specific positions. Yeah, details that get the yeah. brain juices flowing. Yep. That's yeah. where the value is in seminars. Anything else, I don't believe there is. Yeah. Okay. So let's <laughs> let's kind of like go through. Like, I have a I have a list here of like things that can help you decide. <clears throat> whether or not you're going to get value from any particular seminar. Um, we're going to start pretty general here. Like, how long have you been doing jujitsu? will change a lot about what you will actually be able to pull from a seminar. So let's start with what a beginner's experience might look like going to a seminar. <laughs> if you get one of those lottery seminars where you don't really know what to expect. You could literally be looking around the room the whole time because also what happens a lot of times in seminars when instructors are, are, are kind of throwing around, you know, at multiple techniques, um, there's not a lot of time within those moves usually because there's a big room you know, most seminars, what, at least 30, 40 people probably. Yeah, I've been to some huge ones. Yeah, like definitely. I've been to some big yeah. ones, yeah. Um, went to a national one in Colorado one time. It was like 450 students. So, like, think of that. Like, how much of the room can you see in a five-minute drill? And five minutes is a long time to drill something. Yeah. Five minutes is like pro-drilling time. Yeah. You know, most of the time your class is you're drilling for a minute, maybe two minutes yeah. a piece. So. You know, focus starts going away. Um, yeah, you, if you you might not be able to pick up anything. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you, if you get paired with or choose another white belt that's less than six months. And most of the time, that happens. Yeah, you um, you pick people that are a part of your cohort, like the people that you started with yeah. or around the same time, right? Yeah. So then you end up with two beginners trying to go through a move without personalized attention from an instructor. Now, that's something uh, I don't know, and maybe you have a little experience this too, but I have been to one where an instructor did it like a class, where he was, okay, hey, if you are familiar with technique, if you're a higher belt, grab someone who's new. But I believe most of the seminars I've been to, because you are paying um, a little more for that seminar, it's a little more open mat style where – the, the the instructor isn't like, hey, grab somebody who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, Usually, no, you go as a pair. Like me and you might go to go to a seminar together, and we're going to drill together. We went yeah. together. Like we're not going to go pick somebody. Let so usually it's not like a class setting either, where you know a higher belt will come and grab you. Most of the time, those higher belts are spending money to see this person come into town, and they want to work with another higher belt so they can get the most out of their money. Yeah, exactly. So when you get start getting into the you know the the spending the time and the money it you're if you're a, a very beginner beginner and you're paired with another beginner it's probably not worth it no. um unless there's other things further along in the podcast that might make it worth it for you um but generally speaking probably not worth it um now let's go let's talk about like intermediates blues and purples 
Um, now you're starting, you know, because uh, there's going to be different levels of that intermediate, right? Um, we all know the difference in belts um, and how one one area's blue belts are a lot different than another area's blue belts. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's there's always that, and you're going to have different skill. But uh, you know, you, you actually by this point, you you know, by blue belt, you have an, a complete understanding of the circle. Um, not that you know everything, but you at least have an understanding of what's going on in the whole circle. Um, you know, and you could probably pull a few techniques from a seminar that's throwing a bunch of stuff at you because by blue belt, you probably have a few things that, man, Hey, I've got a Kimura series and I go Kimura to bump sweep. You know, you might have a, a series that you do and that, in, that instructor, the seminar might hit something within that series. So I think you, your probability starts going up because man, you, you have some techniques now, you have some skills as an intermediate, as a blue belt. And they might touch on that, and then you'll you'll, you'll probably you know your, your value starts going up. I think. Yeah, I think it's I think it's rather linear. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, not linear. I would say it's exponential. Intermediates get tons more out of a seminar than a white belt does. Yeah. As a as a white belt, that's when I did most of my seminars as a white belt. When when I went as a white belt, I got almost nothing. <laughs> so now, did you get promoted? Oh, not promoted. Did did it get promoted to you because you were a white belt to come to these seminars? Was that I a, think it got promoted to me because they wanted to fill the room. That's what, and, okay. and that's like, what I was wondering. Because like, white belts are the numbers. Yeah, exactly. So so they'll like announce it at the end of class. Hey, you know, there's a seminar. My good friend, you know, Ricardo is doing a doing a seminar. It's over at this neighboring school. So do go they, check it out. Do they ever put a belt restriction on seminars? I. I'm sure that that happens, but I think that that's bad business, so it probably doesn't happen often. Just wondering. I didn't. Yeah. I'm sorry I ask a lot of questions when it comes to the jiu-jitsu cultures, right? I, I, um, I only claim to know about stuff that happens on the mat grappling. Like, I, outside of what I do, you know, training, haven't paid a lot of attention to, to other jiu-jitsu cultures, to the traditional jiu-jitsu cultures. So that's why I ask. Yeah. i just uh, wondering – yeah, for, for people who don't know, um, I was in a more traditional jiu-jitsu culture for, I don't know, uh, two, almost three years. And Makes now sense. I've transitioned into a MMA jiu-jitsu kind of culture. So there's some pretty big differences. Yeah. Um, so those first two or three years, that's when I was doing seminars. I had those kinds of things promoted to me. I think it it's more of a, a typical jiu-jitsu experience what do you go to a seminar for is that to uh are you looking to speed up progression is that kind of like the that's what it's sold to you as like learn some Uh, cool techniques that will that will short elevate your your game yeah and the only person who can elevate your game is you by taking care of your own learning and there's only so much you're going to get out of the two hours for sure um but if you get lucky and it's within your bubble or close to your bubble of competency, you could get a lot out of it. Yeah. Um, because fresh ideas from people you don't train with all the time can really have a runaway effect. And that's kind of what everyone's hoping for, yep. is that runaway effect. Oh, I learned this, and I'm just messing everyone up yep. with, the, yeah, it, that's, that's what we're hoping for, right? Yeah. Um, so intermediates, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Um, I would I would say if it's really expensive and you're on the lower end of intermediate it it's more of a gamble how much you're going to get out of it. Um but if it's not too far away, give it a shot, you know? Like like 
throw throw one attempt at it. See how you like it. Um, the social environment of a seminar can be really fun. Yeah, and that is something across the board. Every it's always a fun environment. Always laughing. The instructors usually uh, they put on their seminar suits, you know, and they uh, they do a good job <coughs> of making the whole room laugh. You know, they they all have a, a good usually you know good humor and even if it's they don't have good humor maybe their their speech and they understand it's still good humor but they understand their speech is broken enough to say some funny things and yeah no definitely always a light room Mm. um never a hard room ever yeah so so like if you're just looking for a good time you want to you want to pay a hundred bucks to go uh bs with some people that have a shared hobby it's it's always going to be worth it if if that's it's usually a Saturday afternoon, right, or a Saturday like noonish. Uh, I've seen Fridays. Okay, I've seen Saturdays. Yeah. I've seen Sundays. Okay, so not um, really even kind of restricted in. Yeah, but I think you, most you of the should, ones are week, like Saturday. Weekend, yeah, weekend. weekendish. Yeah. Um. So I mean, if you I think if, we went out to eat after usually too. I believe the group of us that would go, we we would always go grab a bite to eat after. So I've been to a I've been to a, a seminar where we all. We we all brought our own burgers and stuff, and we grilled outside after. after. <laughs> that's pretty cool. No, that, yeah. that's the type of seminar I'm coming to. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. So I, I had a really good time at that seminar. Um, so the last the last category experts, you know, brown belts up or high competitive purple belts and up. Mm-hmm. You know when you're an expert, or you think you know when you. <laughs> Let's let's go with upper purple belts and up because <laughs> people are notoriously bad at judging where they are. Um, man, I I think this is a, a mixed one, and it's because you start seeing when when guys get to this that, that a higher level, you start seeing uh, kind of how guys are. Um, you know, some guys when they get kind of that expert level, they start getting a little uh, snobbyish. They start turning, and I've I've seen guys come to seminars and higher level guys and not feel like they're getting what, like kind of like oh, I've seen all this, mm-hmm. you know, kind of that attitude. But I, now me, I'm a I'm a nerd, um, so I I love it. Now obviously I don't go to a lot of, I and mean, it's financially driven. There's a reason I, I don't, or and time I guess I, it's hard for me to break away from normal routine to go train with some people that I don't know when I'm on such a you know have so much fun with my my guys that I train with, but you know. You can pick up stuff from everywhere. I mean, I, I like the machine guns. We have a guy who comes uh, from Belgium. And I think the last time he came in, he it's his style. He shows you, man, a bunch from everywhere. He just touches all these positions, and he hopes that he gives everybody in the room something. And, like, he gave me 22 things. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know, so it's like uh, – that, and, that, and that was his machine gun style. He was like, you know, he wants to make sure that everybody at least gets something. And he touched from toe holds to – Americanas to uh, turtle attacks, you know, to yeah, just everything, to inverted triangles, to make sure that he touched everything. So I really like that. Um, but I think my favorite right now is when someone is deep diving in something. And I've talked about it a few times already. And mm-hmm. uh, when someone's deep diving at, at, at the higher level, um, my favorite sessions and my favorite seminars and my favorite clinics is when somebody's like, hey, we're, gonna, we're working on just this headlock pinch. Just a headlock pinch. How long is the seminar? Two hours? I'm in. <laughs> you know, we're working on one thing for two hours. Oh, we're going to find some stuff here. You know, but I, I've got I've got stuff that uh, 
man, I my little skirt. Um, Your little skirt. <laughs> my little uh, skirt choke. My skirt. My skirt Peruvian. That came from a Brazilian guy in a seminar in Virginia Beach. They didn't have class one day. I went to a UFC gym to do jiu-jitsu. They didn't have class that morning. He had a seminar from 10 to 12. He saw me. He used me as the to show the instructors the stuff on. And I use that today. We rolled jiu-jitsu in the gi. I've definitely hit that yeah, move I, on you. I know exactly what you're talking well, that about. That came from a seminar. Yeah. So, you know, I really like uh, seeing the deep dives. Um, and I, I believe the last seminar I went to uh, – I went for a, a leg entanglement deep dive. So I, if, if there are those, I usually do make a trip. I'm not too big in the Cowboy Cerrone's coming to Myrtle Beach. Come learn from him. Come learn what? Yeah. How to rope and ride, how to, <laughs> right. like, you know, how to head kick somebody. Like, a, yeah. you know, if it said come train head kick setups with Donald Cerrone, I might come. Yeah. You know, so that, that usually is what my meter, at least recently, has mm-hmm. been. Um I see something where it's a specific focus, then that's where I find my most value. So it sounds like the takeaway is that experts have to have a certain mindset to be able to get pull from the seminar. Yeah, well, that's hopefully, you know, as you work by that brown belt, man, by that black belt level, hopefully you've worked through a lot of those things. You know, that's the big goal. I know our instructor is huge on it. Um, he's not just skill-driven when he belts you. You know, it is character-driven, and, the, and those are – those are character things there, you know, being able to accept, um, you know, been to a seminar before where a brown belt taught the seminar, you know, and there are black belts in the room. Those black belts have to be able to take that breath and accept the teaching, you know. So that's uh, that, of course, that plays your biggest role in learning is the way you approach it and, uh, you know, how you approach it all. Um, that, that's that's huge. Uh, so let's let's go through some other factors that will make us that can nudge whether or not you'll get more out of the seminar, right? Um, what what's the person running the seminar known for, and are they teaching that, right? That's that's pretty important, and it's it's going to make a big difference as to what kind of skills are on display and how good they're going to be at teaching it. They have to have a lot of mastery. In order to be able to teach it effectively. To a class. Yeah, it's hard. We uh, had an MMA seminar in Vegas uh, for our junior and adult team. And the guy teaching uh, wall wrestling was a kickboxing coach. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Gosh almighty. Yeah, Pedigreed guys in the room. Like collegiate uh Wrestling. decorated yeah. no i just read collegiate decorated wrestlers in the room and uh you know yeah so make sure yeah. they're they're teaching their specialty you know like if it's so like i said donald Cerrone, you know man how many times you've seen him head kick somebody uh, donald Cerrone shows some head kick setups i might i might go watch that because I mean, he's a tough country dude that just kicks people in the head over and over you know but maybe, yeah definitely I, I don't like that guy i don't know if that guy who taught the half guard that day i'm not sure if because if that was his stuff, he would have went half card on me. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, oh, man, he didn't even teach what. Mm. You know, I, I didn't. That seminar dropped on my list of seminars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so another thing is, do they have a similar body type to you? That's that's super impactful. Some Sometimes, like, Chase is an awesome teacher, but. I can't I, help Andre's short legs. Yeah. I, I Like, I can't. I can't 
body triangle just him. Just stretch your legs. Just stretch your legs. They have a surgery for that. I don't want to do it. <laughs> they have a surgery for a lot. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's wrestle. I'm going to stand on this stool, right? <laughs> so, so like, a similar body type thing matters. Um, like, that's, that's kind of the reason why I find a lot of what Henry teaches to be really helpful for me. We have, like, the similar, similar stature. Like, it's, it's really good for me. Well, um, you know, in, in the wrestling community a lot, there are uh, big guy camps and little guy camps. So that that would be something you would definitely look for, you know, in, in jiu-jitsu. Oh, man, this is a, this is a heavyweight. You know, it's a heavyweight teaching here. That might not, He might do some things that the 125-pounders might not be able to do, you know. But I know that all the big guys, we will most of the time, big guys show up for stuff like that. So that plays a huge role for sure. You go to somebody who's a triangle artist – yeah. You just wasted your money. <laughs> Sorry, Andre. <laughs> hey, I can do some inverted stuff. Understood. Understood. Hopefully he's an inverted triangle guy. <laughs> God, I'm just trying to imagine me learning from a traditional triangle specialist. Mm, like, mm, oh, mm. man, what a waste of time for me. Yeah. Wouldn't that stink? <laughs> Is the UB, you come in, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm excited. I worked some jiu-jitsu today, and the guy comes in, and you do takedowns. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I might still learn something, maybe. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely will still learn something. That's because of the way you approach it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, the the similar body type thing matters. They're going to have a more compatible move set. Uh, there's, like, yes, will you get short guys that can do triangles? Sure. Um, are they going to be the best at it? Probably not. Yeah. You know, they'll... There's just like some physical realities with having different body types. If you have long, lanky arms, first thing I'm teaching is high elbow guillotine. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. So so that should nudge things, um, yeah. along with the them teaching what they're actually specialized in. You know, um, if the cost doesn't matter to you, you could take a gamble pretty freely yeah. and go and see if you like it. Uh, if the cost matters to you, maybe don't do it. Um, as it is with most things. If the yeah. cost matters a lot to you, then maybe don't do it. Um, how important is the socialization outlet? Sometimes, like if you're in a, if you've just moved into a new city, I think that you should probably attend a bunch of these kinds of yeah. things. If you have the means to do it, do it. Because, man, I can't think of a better way to build an initial friend network no. than, than a shared hobby with people who are demonstrating willingness to make a commitment to that hobby yeah outside of normal commitment yeah it's they're not just attending a class yeah. they are they are specifically traveling to a location to pay some guy money to there's just more commitment yeah. and there and if you're a part of their sphere of things they're willing to commit to it's going to be easier to start up a conversation it's going to be easier to have a an initial relationship based on the fact that you both like jujitsu, right? So yep. that's a factor you could consider, um, and and it's not it's not and it's it's a substantial factor, right? You you need to build you, if you don't have a friend network yet. Yeah, so, you got to build one definitely. Yeah. Jujitsu is um, too cool, man. There's so uh, I've met some of the best people ever through jujitsu um, across the world. So no question. Yeah. Um, so another factor, um, this is really common, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, I know exactly how I feel. I, about I it. know how Chase feels about it. Uh, in some places, you only get belt promotions at end of year seminars. 
That's if, good. If you if you want a belt and you're in a place where that's the only place it happens and they won't give you a belt otherwise, it might be worth the eighty dollars. Yeah, I think you have to do it. I think you have to pay or you'll continue to be the belt you are. Yeah. Until you're smashing all the belts above you. And then they'll have to give you your belt. Yeah, because you're embarrassing. Because you're embarrassing, embarrassing the other students. <laughs> Side note, I got my first belt because I went to a tournament and the instructor said, uh, you're a white belt. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he said, you're not a white belt. And he gave me my blue belt. <laughs> and I won four golds in the blue belt and intermediate division. But he was just like, uh, I'll get in trouble if I let you wear a white belt out there. And I didn't understand it at the time. I could get in trouble. You're a grown man. Jiu-Jitsu culture. He was there amongst all of his peers. All the instructors from the Charlotte area was there. And if he would have sent me out there as a white belt and smashed all their white belts the way I smashed all their blue belts. Yeah, he would have been crucified. He would have gotten crucified. And it made sense, you know, it makes sense down the road. I'm like, oh, that was Jiu-Jitsu culture. But I didn't really understand. I was like, what do you mean? You're going to get in trouble. People are going to be mad at you because I'm fucking people up. Yeah. And he's like, you're not a white belt. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's how I got my first belt. <laughs> that's one way to do it. Yeah. So. Uh, that's not that's not how I was able to do it. <laughs> but he was definitely a seminar belting person. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Work within whatever school you've got. Yeah. Like it's not that big of a deal. You you're no. if you're ready for any belt promotion, then you'll realize the belt don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> God, it does though. We're hierarchical people, uh, creatures. Like it matters to people. We cannot. The belt force. doesn't describe the hierarchy. <laughs> the vibe and touching the hand describes the hierarchy, and this is coming from a brown belt who normally sits at the top of the hierarchy right. with black belts around. Sure, but we can't all be you, Chase. <laughs> we can't all be you, Chase. Uh, I, I wish. Uh, I wish I'll it was that I'll, easy. I'll take, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a toll of my life. He's he's like, oh, I'm top of the hierarchy, whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm down here. <laughs> like, I'm just like, it's oh, you know, let, me, let me wipe the sweat off the mat it's for you upper life. belts. <laughs> oh, it's a hard life. So, <laughs> no, and I say all that funny. I just, uh, and I know that the belts are the structure, and you know, but I want to make sure, you know, at early that we kind of make joke of it and let you understand that it isn't, uh, it isn't that way. I've watched that hold people back. You know, I've watched people really, they get belted up, and it's like, wait a minute, you could have beaten them the whole time. You know, so I've watched that hold people back. Now, I will say that it makes me respect. The people I roll with, like I don't uh, get after certain people the way I do other people because of the belt color. Um, not in front of people anyway. Um, open mat isn't in front of people. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry. like I, I I I think there's there's a reason it exists and the reason it still exists yeah. is because people like it and that's that's fine. Well, um, you, you need some kind of measuring stick. Yeah. It's hard to. Look at yourself without a measuring stick and say, I'm growing. But it's easy for the kid to see when you draw lines on the wall every month. Mm. You know, so it's the same way. I get it. I, I, I totally do. Um, we're about to have our uh, first belting ceremony within the next month. Oh, cool. Um, because I'm tired of getting in trouble at competitions because my kids are beating kids that have higher belt levels. And that's that's it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm tired of arguing with other coaches. I'm like, yeah, but I've got them in the right division. Yeah, but why are they not wearing the right belt color? They shouldn't be in this division. They got, they just want a sword and a belt. Well, but they're they're only a white belt. Why are they in the expert kid division? Because they're an expert. Okay, I'll give them their green belt. Yeah, whatever it is. But I'm gonna belt them all. We're gonna catch everybody up. Um, just for that reason, you know, they're all in the system at a certain level. They have to be, but yeah. So I know they are really important. Yeah. So, uh, like, all right. So if if you're feeling like, you know, you wanna you wanna make progress, you've been sold that a jujitsu seminar was gonna help you make progress, but you've listened to this and you're like, maybe it won't help me as much as I'm hoping because you're in one of the categories where we think it might be less effective. There are alternatives that can give you value for your money that I think are better. Um, one, the first one that comes to mind is if you want kind of a similar experience where someone's physically working with you, a private lesson will get you way more. That's your value. Yeah. That is your value. Not, and I, I'm going to be funny and word specific, but Andre said a private lesson. And I want to be more specific. Private lessons would be the would be like a private lesson you know it'll be this it'll be a similar to the sim and it'll be more like a focus seminar and i think that's good but you know private lessons would be your most effective alternative for sure um <clears throat> i was kind of uh equating it in terms of dollar for dollar makes sense so one private lesson that's about the cost of a seminar depending on who you yeah. choose um yeah, uh sorry a lot of the jiu-jitsu private lessons are a little more than what they are at our gym i believe right like a, usually instructors at it, those it depends um but yes 80 like in, in a, yeah 80 to 100 i like i remember um paying for 10 packs at 60 each with okay. a with a pretty good black belt um but as a yeah. white belt you don't need a black belt you can no, go you no. can go lower you could yeah. go purple belt you can go yeah. blue, a really talented blue belt yeah. so like I think that for if you're at the beginner level and that's why you you probably won't get as much out of a seminar, you should look at it as, okay, I'll take a black belt. Um, if there's a really solid purple belt or a blue belt with my body type or who knows things that I want to know, and you can get two or three of those lessons, mm-hmm. That's gold. It's yeah. so it's so helpful, and it can change your game much more than a one-off jujitsu yeah, seminar. You're not ready for those black belt tips yet. You know, you, you that that that's your that's definitely uh, those are usually your cheaper lessons too. Mm-hmm. Your your lower your lower belts usually you know kind of usually tiered. Um, yeah, and as that white belt as a beginner, that's man, that's your best value bang for your buck there. Yeah, and then some some other interesting options that I think would be effective are very specific video instructionals, the ones that are really going to help you in a place that you're struggling, are gold. Um, you would probably want someone else to work through those instructionals with you, like a an equal level or better training partner. You'd be like, hey, I bought this. I'll give you access to it if you want to do some drilling. That's exactly what I was about to say. I, I got a login for you. You can use it. And oh wow, yeah, sure, I'll check it out. Yeah, and so that's like good. that's that's really underrated. Uh, I remember like like I've purchased a, a couple of these. Um, one of them was um, the Half Guard series from Jujitsu, and I really liked that. I got a lot out of it. Um, that was something I bought in mid white belt, and I started sweeping people, and it was really it was awesome. 
it was very it was perfect for exactly what I was trying to accomplish. And uh, I recently just bought the uh, theory of jujitsu thing from Jordan Teaches Jujitsu, and uh, excellent product by the way. They're very they're very. It, it his was the the con- conceptual one, and getting those conceptual learnings out of the way um, or integrated as soon as possible helps you build a scaffolding to mm-hmm. scaffolding to build um, your skills faster. My favorite white belt talks are those concepts, just yeah. sharing ideas with them. Yep. So, like, find find the thing that you're missing, and it, that's that's kind of being specific, yeah. right? So there's ways to do that, and then you could also just look at our YouTube channel. <laughs> we we try to, the goal is to give discrete techniques, and give you conceptual. Um, conceptual videos that help you to understand how to find those techniques and how to build the right foundation for jujitsu. Yeah. So, uh, and, and there are other channels that do it, um, but ours is better. So, <laughs> so stick around here. Um, but yeah, so there, there are alternatives. Uh, we hope that this episode helped you to figure out whether or not, uh, attending a jujitsu seminar would be worth it for you. And, you know, if it, if it isn't, then check out some of these alternatives that we just talked about, right? Any yeah. closing thoughts? No, man, that's uh, <clears throat> that's it. Um, golden. Then we touched on everything. Um, yeah, as you as you progress along, they'll definitely become more valuable. You know, and for the beginner, it's probably a waste of your money. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah. You get more out of some of the alternatives, yeah. in in our opinion. Yep. Anyway, so, so. Uh, thanks for watching. We appreciate you being here. If you have any questions or comments, you can share your experiences in the comment section below, and we will see you next time.